tomorrow's going to be a better day. Not beating yourself up on the days you're not perfect and giving yourself lots of high fives when you have a great day because it's going to be a marathon. It will not be a sprint. Depending on what your goals are, it's going to take time and every day will not be perfect. everyone. Emily Abadi here. You are listening to an installment of Hurdle Moment from Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast where I connect with everyone from your favorite athletes to top experts and industry CEOs about their highest highs, toughest moments, and everything in between. We all go through hurdles in life, and my goal through these discussions is to empower you to better navigate yours and move with intention so that you can stride toward your big potential. And of course, have some fun along the way. For today's episode, I am chatting with Latriel Mitchell. She is a celebrity trainer based out in Los Angeles. And we were so lucky to meet at last week's year in sport event presented by Strava. I know that at the turn of the new year, many of us are thinking about or maybe even reevaluating our wellness routines, specifically our fitness routine. So I asked her to take some time to chat for this week week's hurdle moment all about how to upkeep your new fitness routine. She offers up some best practice tips on how to stick with it from choosing something that truly interests you, not just something that might look cool on social media, plus bringing an accountability buddy into the mix and the importance of setting smart goals and celebrating the small moments along the way. Regardless of where you may be on your own fitness journey, I promise you there are a lot of helpful, actionable suggestions here to help you reinvigorate your routine in the new year if that is something that you're after. Make sure you're following along with Hurdle over on social. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I myself am over at Emily Abadi, and I want to make sure that I plug the goal-setting event that is coming up on January 4th. Maybe you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, hey, I have some goals on my radar that I'd like to achieve in the new year. So it's perfect for you. I am hosting this goal setting workshop on January 4th. As I said, it goes for two hours. You have to be able to attend it live and space is limited. So if this sounds up your alley, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. I hope to see you there. And lastly, last little bit of housekeeping, make sure you are signed up for the weekly hurdle newsletter, getting a lot of the same motivation, inspiration, and things that you love from the show directly in your inbox every single Friday. The link to do that, no surprise as well (laughs) in the show notes. And that's it. With that, let's get to hurdling. Today, I am sitting down with Latriel Mitchell. She is a celebrity trainer. She's Los Angeles-based. How are you doing today? I am great. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited that we made time to do this. Latriel and I met last week. I'm like, I've lost all track of time. Last week (laughs) at Strava's Year in Review event. It was so fun to connect with so many powerhouse 
women in one place. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, my goodness. That event was, I mean, we gave each other life. I know when we all got together in that room, it was just, oh, my goodness, everyone here is doing something amazing. Like, it was it was one of the coolest events I've I've done a lot of events. That was one of the coolest events I've ever done. And to sit back and watch all the women in sports, you know, and hear their stories, I thought that was really powerful. Super powerful. Well, again, I'm so happy that we were able to set this time aside. I knew when I was seeking out the right expert to talk to about today's topic that you would be perfect. Today, we are here to chat about how to get started with a new fitness routine. We're on the cusp of a new year, and this time of year, a lot of people are thinking about maybe how to get a fresh start on something new or maybe just restart what they've been doing. So before we get into that, why don't you give us a little bit of info on you? Tell us about the woman that's about to be giving us some of these tips today. How did you get started in fitness? Wow. My story is a funny one. So back when I was 17, 18 years old, I wanted to be a model. So back then there was, um, this is when cable just came out. Denise Austin had a cable show and I would get up every morning, work out with Denise Austin, do my thing. I was like, you know, these, this model and agency is going to take me. It's going to be no brainer. Got there. Um, they just, broke me down, said, nope, we don't want you. Not knowing later in life that they just wanted me to sign up for some program to, you know, at that point, I just went home crying. But the only thing that was constant for me was just to get up and continue exercising. So I would exercise with her, but then there was a local gym that opened in the area. So I started going to that gym, working out with the guys in that gym. Fast forward to about 20, I was still going to that gym, working out with the guys. And this is when Tybo became a big deal. So probably about my early 20s, when I was 20, 21, I got certified to start teaching group fitness. And I started teaching cardio kickboxing at this gym that I worked out in after my Denise Austin sent. So I've been in the industry since since then to now, um, 30 years. Wow, 30 years. And whether or not you're watching a clip of this audio, let me tell you, I was dumbfounded when you shared your age with me. You are stunning. I'm sure you were Thank stunning you. when you were younger Thank as well. But I looked at you and I was like, wow, pinnacle. I know. It's one of those things when you turn 50, you're like, wow, you don't realize it happens so quickly. And uh, I'm very grateful that I chose the lifestyle that I did when I did, because I don't think I'd look the way I do now if I didn't. So today, again, here to talk about how to start a new fitness routine. Why is it so hard, do you think, for so many people to stick with something? People are lazy. I mean, and that's, you know, it's tough talk, but I'm never one to sugarcoat things. I think people are really lazy and change is the one thing people are afraid of, but it's the only thing that's constant in life. So when we talk about in order to get something different, we have to do something different and people are more comfortable in their comfort zones. And so, oh, wow, I got to make, I got to set this time aside to do that. Oh, I'll do it a couple of times, but then it's easier to get back on the couch, binge watch a show, you know, people, I mean, I can probably, if I were to look at people, cause your phone will tell you now how much time you spend on social media. So if you were to look at your phone and that says an hour, two hours, three, whatever that time is that people spend on that could be time 
that you use every day for a workout, whether it's a 20 minute workout, 30 minute workout. Um, and I think another challenge people have is they try to do too much. So you come into this, it took you 10 years to put on 30 pounds, but you all of, all of a sudden think, oh, I'm going to work out for a month and it's all going to go away. It doesn't work that way. It's going to take consistency, persistence, and you're just going to have to let go of some old habits to get something different. So I think those are a few things that makes it challenging for people. And if they say it's going to be hard, then it will be hard, right? If they say it's going to be hard, then it will be hard. So then say someone this time of year again, a good time to like hope that we're going to ditch that lazy side of us. Although it's cold out there. I love my couch like the next person. But for someone who is interested in starting this new fitness routine, where do we even begin? The biggest thing is to set realistic goals, right? So number one, be realistic about what you want to do and then set the time in your calendar for that. So if you're not a morning person and, you know, but I always tell people it's best to do it in the morning. If you're not a morning person, you can become a morning person, but set a time in your calendar that is your time for your workout. And don't do, I'm going to work out every day and then I'm going to eat healthy and don't do everything all at once, right? So let's start with something. If you if you have a, a horrendous diet, which most people do and will never admit to <laughs> admit that they do, you know, maybe do start off with, you know, making sure you have a healthy breakfast every day when you get up. Then after about a week or two of healthy breakfast, okay, now I'm going to start working out. I'm going to add that in three times a week. And I'm going to do it every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at this time. No excuses, no canceling, no anything. All right, I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to do, you know, I think everyone wants to do everything all at once. And that can be very overwhelming. Right, right. Okay. So a few tips that just came out of the mix here. The first thing that we want to make sure that we highlight is making sure that you are doing one thing at a time. So although you may want to tweak some things with your diet and you also want to add in this new fitness routine, you want to make sure that you're focusing on changing one habit at a time. Because like you said at the top of this, habit change, habit formation, it doesn't happen in just seconds. It takes mm -hmm. a second period. So yep. to pick one thing that you want to focus on and then kind of move on from there. Yes. And uh and that's a winning thing. You know, I have a new client I started working with and he has a lot of weight to lose. But the biggest thing I said, listen, just meet me three times a week and let's hike Runyon. So, you know, I'm pretty close to Runyon Canyon out here in L.A. And he's been doing it. And his goal when he first came, he couldn't keep up with me and my hiking partner. He just couldn't keep up with us. And his goal was like, when I start doing this, I want to keep up with you. So he started getting to the mountain early so he could get a head start on us. And this week will be the first time in three weeks, almost a month now, that he's going to walk with us. So that was his goal. That was his slow progress. But then I hit him with everything. I said, all right, here's your meal plan. Here, we're going to hike. Da, da, da. First week, did you eat your... Ah, I didn't start that yet, right? So I already know, right? So I wanted to start feeling good on the mountain. So after a few weeks, I said, hey, I think it's time for you to you know, get back on board with the meal plan. So you know, I know how to, you know, do, throw it at someone, but that was just like, just seeing it in action. Like he wasn't ready for all of it all at once. Right. So, right. 
but now he's now he's doing both because he started feeling good. So one thing leads to another. Like, oh, I, I got my load. Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm hiking. Now I can hike this whole mountain. Now I don't have to take seven breaks. I mean, he the first time he probably took eight breaks. <laughs> then after that, just kept going, kept going and no breaks, going straight nonstop. So now he's feeling good. Now we can put something else on his plate. Totally. And what I love what you're highlighting here also is the importance of like setting small incremental goals, right? Because if you are someone, maybe it's the turn of new year and something that you would like to do, like your client is lose some weight. Well, starting the beginning of the year and being like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Like that's the goal. Well, like what other small goals are you going to implement to help you get to this ultimate place where you want to be? Right. So maybe the goal is I want to be able to hike without stopping for Mm -hmm. 15, 20 minutes, or I want to eat a healthy breakfast every day. Again, not taking it on all at once and setting these small incremental goals and celebrating those small wins is such an important, important part of the overall dialogue to getting where you want to be. Exactly. Celebrating the small wins. You hit it. Boom. And that's another thing, like the the example you use, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Well, it's going to take a long time for you to lose 50 pounds. So now if I'm looking at this big goal at the end, the 50 pounds, that's, that's, you know, that could be discouraging for someone where instead of saying, you know what, I'm gonna lose five pounds this month. So now I have a goal that I'm gonna lose five pounds this month. Instead of looking at that big picture, again, small wins. And if you end Oh, do not get on the scale every day. That is another like discouraging thing when people get addicted to the scale. So with my clients, I say, you get on only with me. Like that's it. And then we put it away. And then when we bring it back out, and especially for women, like if it's that time of month or something's going on, or you go to a restaurant and the food is salty and you're retaining water, there's a million reasons why your weight would fluctuate. So, okay, we've established that it's super important to set smart, small, actionable goals. We also talked about just choosing one thing at once, doing one thing at once. Next, when it comes to sticking with a new fitness routine, what other advice would you offer? I, you know, for me, I work out alone. I do a lot of stuff and not everyone is as motivated to do things. So one of the things for me, I have a hiking partner when I go up to the, to the mountain, you know, I meet like my girlfriend, Kat, we go up there, we take our dogs and we just do our hike. I look forward to that. So sometimes it's good to have a workout partner. I would say get a find a workout partner who's already working out or in a good groove, because if you attempt to pull someone with you, then that can also be another monkey wrench in your thing. If you have um, a friend who's not that motivated to get it done, then that could be a problem down the road when you go to work out and they don't want to go. And then you're like, Oh, okay. I won't go either. Right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But you know, I met my hiking partner, Cause I hiked every day with my dog and then that's how we met. And she was already in a rhythm. So I'm already meeting with someone who's in that space. So if there's something out there you like, whether it's boxing, if you design yourself going to the gym, you'll meet people in that space. And then you may be able to find someone in that space and have a workout partner. The good thing that you're mentioning research shows that when you work out with someone that's a little bit more experienced than you are, then you're more likely to be able to go on for longer, right? And maybe even push 
harder. You're motivated by them. So aside from the fact that like, it's nice to have a buddy and that accountability is nice, you may also see benefit in your own personal performance, which isn't a bad thing. That's for sure. Now you said something else here. You spoke about maybe different workout modalities, which I feel is a really great place for us to go next, right? Because when it comes to establishing a new fitness routine, you want to make sure you choose something that you actually enjoy, right? Exactly. Because if you do not enjoy it, you will not show up. And I can make working out as exciting as possible for my clients. But if you really do not, like I have one client right now, she will straight admit to me and look me in my eyes and go, I really do not enjoy working out, but I know I have to do this. So here I am. I'm like, okay, you're giving me a lot to work with, right? But there are people who are like that. So if you're not in a space where you can afford to hire a trainer, then the most important thing would be to find something that you really enjoy doing. Join a gym that has a variety of workout classes. I'm a member of Equinox and I also teach classes at Equinox, but I love that gym because there's everything. There's Pilates, there's yoga, there's boxing, there's There's nothing under sun that you could miss. And they're saying, oh, well, Equinox is expensive. Well, it's a lot cheaper than hiring a trainer. And if you show up at least three to four times a week, then it's way cheaper than a boutique gym or something that you would go to and buy two or three classes a week, right? So I think if you find a good gym in your area that has a great a group fitness schedule, which will allow you to switch it up and has a good gym floor where you can use a lot of machines to start. You know, that's another tip that I will give anyone who's never weight trained before. I'm a big stickler for form. I would highly recommend using the machines first as opposed to squatting freely and doing certain things freely until you know that you know your, your form is correct so you do not injure yourself. taking a break from today's episode to talk to you about hurdles sponsor future what's the best workout program well let me tell you that is one that is built custom just for you futures the new workout experience that i can't get enough of it pairs you one-on-one with your own fitness coach your coach will map out a plan based on your goals with workouts delivered to your phone each and every single week future, your Apple watch and the app all pair seamlessly. So you and your coach can track your progress, celebrate achievements and keep you accountable every single day. Me and my guy, Brandon have been getting after it in the gym. And I love future because it's flexible when I need it to be. I've got some work travel this upcoming weekend. I let Brandon know, and he's already got some modifications on deck so that I can still get in my fitness even when I'm on the road. All I had to let him do is fill him in on what equipment was going to be available to me. And just like that, bam, I've got that custom programming still at my fingertips so I can stay accountable when, again, I'm on the move. Get started right now with your first month of future at only $19 by heading on over to tryfuture.com slash hurdle. Again, that is tryfuture.com slash hurdle. Your first 30 days are risk-free and you can cancel at any time for a full refund. 
Also got to give some love to my friends at Whoop. Whoop is a fitness wearable and companion app that specializes in breaking down your recovery, your sleep, and your workouts. Every single morning, opening the Whoop app is one of the first things that I do because in there, I can check out how the app breaks down my sleep along with other key health metrics like resting heart rate. And then based on that, Whoop gives me a daily recovery score from zero to 100%. So I know how ready my body is to take on the day. I have been wearing my Whoop since April, 2019, and I I'm hooked on it because it is completely personalized to me. Now, the longer you wear the device, the smarter the algorithms and coaching feedback get. Whoop has helped me prioritize the positive routines in my life and the data around the negatives has helped me cut out some of the habits that hurt my sleep and recovery, like eating too close to bedtime, alcohol consumption to an extent, and also blue light exposure. I am hooked on my Whoop. I am a dedicated user, and I know that you could be too. Do something good for your life. Start tracking your health, wellness, and fitness at a deeper level today. Head on over to Whoop.com. That's W-H-O-O-P.com. And use code HURDLE to save 10% off your order. Again, Whoop.com, W-H-O-O-P.com. Use HURDLE at checkout for 10% off. We're highlighting here not only the importance of getting down that form so as you progress, you're doing so safely, but then also talking about the benefit of mixing things up. Mixing things up can be a really great way to stave off boredom. And where we started here, that tip to pick something that you enjoy, there are so many options, period, whether you want to do it in a quote unquote big box gym, whether you want to go into a boutique fitness studio, whether you want to do it on your own, wherever you choose to do fitness, wherever you choose to get active, there are unlimited ways to do it. And the other thing to also to make note of here is that you don't have to spend big dollars to diversify your fitness routine, right? So you're talking about hiking as something that you love to do. Great. I do a ton of walking and running, but also I make it fun by, as we talked about at the top of this, integrating other people into the mix, right? There are so many different things that we can do to stay active that don't necessarily involve spending an arm and a leg. Exactly. And there's so many apps. I mean, the event we went to, Strava, you know, I mean, there are just tons of apps out there. The thing is, the information is there for you. So if you want to do it, there's really no excuse not to get it done. And if it's cold outside, you know, if you live in a building, there are stairs. You can go up and down the stairs in your building. Um, You can go up and down the hallway and just walk up and down the hallway and listen and put your headsets on and listen to music. It's just about movement, you know, on a commercial break. If you want to binge watch a show, get up and you know, do, or, you know, if you know each episode is 45 minutes, 10 minutes of that episode, you have to get up and move and get some steps in, whatever that looks like, whether you're just watching it, standing up and moving side to side. And I think, you know, one of the things we talked about is like having a, I like to give people steps. So if you're a person who goes for, if you can just put on a watch that allows you to do your steps, some people are not even getting 2000 steps in a day, which is nothing, right? Like 
nothing. So if you give yourself a realistic goal of what your step goal would be based on New Yorkers can get a lot of steps if they want, depending on the weather. In California, we really don't walk a lot. And I realized that. So that's why I started, you know, I love hiking and I have a dog. So there's no excuse for not to not walk. But getting steps in can be challenging, especially if you live in some place where the weather is a lot colder at this time of year. So definitely helps. You know, I I had a day last week where I looked down at my watch and it was like 430 and I hadn't moved very much that day. And so what I chose to do was take my next meeting, which happened to be at five o'clock from the treadmill. And I just walked and I talked on the phone and I was able to do both. Right. So I think this also leads me to something that's really important. And I know you're going to have a lot to say on this. And it's the importance of articulating your why aside from Mm. aesthetics. Why is it that moving your body is important to you? That's important. Well, the why is always important. And I think, unfortunately, we are in this world where social media and everything is so important to people and what other people think is really important. And it can't be about other people. It has to be about you. It has to be about your body, your temple, how you choose to show yourself to the world. Are you the healthiest version of yourself? Are you happy with who you truly are? And when you have those real conversations with yourself, and if the answer to any of those questions is no, then you have to figure out why you are where you are. And that's, that's a hard thing to, you know, tough pill to swallow. Why am I here? At what point did I just let myself go and say, Hey, I I don't care anymore. You know, cause that's the story of some people. And I sit down and some people are in tears. Weight, weight loss can be a very emotional thing um, for a lot of people. And some people breakups, divorce it. Like there's so many things, you know, I was on a show called revenge body, right. For uh, several seasons. And in the beginning, each person comes in and it's all about revenge against their ex, right? After about a month, they could care less about their ex because then it becomes, you know what? I'm doing this for me. I need to be a better version of myself. If someone's single, they want to go to the gym all the time so they can look good, look good. But then when they catch the bait, you know, put the bait out there and it gets caught, then they're like, oh, I don't need to work out anymore. No, you like, what's your why? Why are you doing this? And hopefully you are doing it. So when you are 50, you can still be active, move, do that. You can make sure you're not on a ton of medication. You know, I see people my age now that are on, you know, diabetes medication, overweight, doing all these things. And it's, it's really sad that we can't take a better handle on our health. So the why is very important. And hopefully the why is for you and not someone else. And if it is for your kids, you know, do you want to be the healthiest version of yourself for your kids? So your kids don't grow up alone, you know, like the why has to be really powerful in order for you to push and want change, which is the one thing everyone fights against, right? They don't want to change. The thing is, though, is it's like, yeah, you don't they, change can be hard. But for so many of us in one way or another, like being active is to foster some type of change. So 
without a doubt, that's going to be an uncomfortable process, right? Like just because you're not seeking to lose weight doesn't mean you're not seeking a change maybe in like how you feel or your mental state or to help you get out of a funk, right? Like there are so many things that change when we take the time to invest in ourselves and invest in our bodies. Oh my goodness. I, you took all the words out of my, it, there's, <laughs> it, there's, I mean, you said it all and that's true. And I mean, just the endorphins, the, even the days, cause everybody, oh, I know you just get up and work out. There are days I do not want to work out, but then after I feel so good and so accomplished. I mean that those endorphins, you can't, you can't just, you know, inject them into yourself. You have to go do something to go get that feel good. And yeah. if you can do that naturally, just by, like you said, walking on a treadmill when you took a call, like how cool was that to, you know, get your steps in while accomplishing your call and doing what you needed to do. Great. So people just need to be more creative in that space and also figure out their why and make sure that why is really important and post it someplace on a mirror or on your fridge every time you go to grab snacks. So many, so many great tips here. I think the last thing really uh, to touch on when it comes to establishing a new fitness routine is be okay with like changing the plan, right? So maybe if you are the kind of person that you, you, you really thought you were going to be big on running and you start running and you realize that you actually just aren't enjoying yourself. It's okay to try something else, right? Like fitness isn't a one size fits all thing. You talked about social media before. It's easy for me to log on to social and be like, here's what Latriella is doing. Like, maybe that's what I want to do, but oh, do mm-hmm. I actually want to do that? This goes back also to that, you know, knowing your why. So being okay with changing the plan, I feel like is one of the best pieces of advice that I've been offered. So I'm happy to give it here as well. But I think that is being able to change the plan and just being open to different things. Cause obviously what you're doing wasn't working, right? So there are some people who will go, you know, running works for me. Well, running probably worked for you before, but now you are 20 years older. Your knees are different. Your hips are different. Like all these different things are, you know, so maybe running isn't the thing for you right now and finding something else is going to work. You're speaking to me. Honestly, when I, when I left, I lost a ton of weight in college and a big part of that was learning how to love running, like running certainly without a doubt changed my life. But now I'm just in this different phase. I'm 14 years older and strength training is really helping me with some of my goals at the moment. So Really, it's just learning your body and embracing your body over time and not only having grace with the process, but having grace with yourself, right? Because again, change is hard and life is hard enough. So the last thing that you need to do is be the person that is like shooting yourself, shit talking to yourself, all that negative energy. We don't have any time for that. No time for the negative talk, the negative energy. And if you messed up and didn't work out, you know what? Tomorrow's going to be a better day. Not beating yourself up on the days you're not perfect and giving yourself lots of high fives when you have a great day because it's going to be a marathon. It will not be a sprint. Depending on what your goals are, it's going to take time and every day will not be perfect. What happens is on the days where it's not perfect, some people give up. And it's, and giving up is not going to get you to where you want to be. Grace is everything. So just like you said, I, I 
giving yourself that grace to say, you know what, today wasn't today and taking rest days, because then if you overtrain, then there's a whole nother problem going on because you overtrain, you're either going to get sick because, <laughs> or you're, you know, your body's going to break down your knees. Something's going to happen. Your body is going to tell you the human body is an amazing thing. Your body is going to say you're doing too much. When I was a bodybuilder, I remember a couple of times I had to go to the doctor from being sick because I was doing two a days, you know, um, caloric deficit, all these things are going on. And my body's like, what and why? You know, so as a former bodybuilder, I've been in that space and overtraining is dangerous. And so for the person who's out there who goes, hey, it's a new year, I'm going to do two a days. Why? Like, (laughs) why do you want to do two a days? Because I hated doing two a days. Like, why do you want to do that? So just, you know, figuring, taking your time, understanding it's a marathon and not a sprint and giving yourself grace, I think are all really beautiful things. I love us like kind of ending here on a moment, praising the importance of recovery, right? We need to make Mm -hmm. sure that we take care of ourselves. We give the body the time it needs to just have a moment, have a beat, take a beat and know that like it's all part of the process, right? Yep, exactly. It's all part of the process. Anything else that we should cover before I let you go today when it comes to establishing a new fitness routine? I think the biggest thing is people just need to stick to something. So anyone out there who's going into the new year, just promise me you're going to stay with it. Don't, you know, come into it and be like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No, give yourself a year, give yourself an entire year of wellness and also adding meditation into that mental health is just as important as physical health It's all one. So if the mind is right, so on a day you don't want to work out, you know, say I'm going to meditate for 20 minutes and just find something every day to feed your, feed your soul and feed your body. Find something every day to feed your soul and feed your body. Thank you so much for your time today. How do the hurdlers follow along with you? How do they keep up with you? Uh, Give us your details. Give um, everything is Latrielle Mitchell. So Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook, it's all Latrielle Mitchell. And then um, my website is latriellemitchell.com. I also do sound baths and guided meditation. So I am on um, my website there is mewellness.com. And if anyone has Spotify and needs help with guided meditation, uh, just look up Latrielle Mitchell on Spotify. And I have several guided meditations on Spotify as well. I could totally listen to your voice and then out <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit. Thank I'm you. over at Hurdle Podcast at Emily Abadi. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.